Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skincare, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity. Do it right now, right, right, right now. Turn the volume up, loud. give me your electricity. Welcome back to the bar. This is one of the bitches from your childhood. Bitch number one, Christy. And, and I'm bitch number two, Kelly. I am really stepping up and living up to that bitch reputation. <laughs> yes, but somehow I always get included. I know. I actually I was pretty good up. this week too. I'm good. You were good. Somehow I always get screwed. You always get lumped in with me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, you hey, can- I, I'm your partner in crime. So whatever you do, I'm included. So yep. I good. that's a friend. That's a friend. You get a sentence just as much as I do. But you can see I am not recording in my office today. I'm back in New Orleans. So welcome to my creepy room again. So I have to say one of the funniest comments I have ever read on Back to the Bar. I have to read it to you before oh we get. Oh, God, I'm scared. No, it's really funny. It's not bad. Where is it? Let me find it. It's it's probably, like I said, my favorite comment that I've ever read. I was dying. Where did it go? Where did it go? But it basically said, uh, here we are. Where the, where it is. Okay. So I should have, I should have had this, uh, <laughs> I should have had this ready to go. I suck. Sorry, guys. It said, what the hell? Okay, I can't find it now. Ah, hold on. I am a mess today. I'm telling you. Well, basically, I can't find the exact one, but it basically says that. <laughs> Oh, here it is. I found it. I love that Kelly can't be bothered with upgrading her camera for these videos. Christy looks like a news anchor and talking to a remote correspondent in a word I don't even know the name of the country. (laughs) (laughs) But today I look like I am corresponding from there too. (laughs) Hey, what you see is what you get. I don't know how to do all that shit. Yeah. Well, I obviously look like it too. I'm not in the studio today, you guys. I'm not at my news anchor desk. I'm in Orleans, <laughs> so we both look like shit. Yeah. But anyway, I'm having the worst day ever. So I'm excited for our drinks. What are you drinking? I have in honor of Kendall going to the candy apples. I have an apple pie. Oh my I made God. it with my um barista or however you say that. But we'll see how it is. But I thought it was an apple. So I thought that would be cute for because the candy apples are there today. And I got a little apple. I'm excited to eat my apple, some Granny Smith apple. You, you do like a snack, but your your glass looks like an apple. My glass, I got this from that place. I got the last one, that whiskey or Corey whiskey or whatever. They're cute, aren't they? They are cute. <laughs> I got three. They're really all, all like, like kind of, they're just weird shaped. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I think you're supposed to, it's like a Japanese whiskey company. Like the, yeah. they're Japanese. So I think you're supposed to put Japanese whiskey in them, but I just use them for whatever the heck I'm drinking. Because well, they're cute. They are cute. 
So what do you see what I'm drinking today? Are you ready? <laughs> Flashback from the past, man. Straight out of the past and straight out of the can. I couldn't be bothered. With Twisted tea. Look, I have mean, a big one. This is the 40. No, I think it's a 24. <laughs> it's a 24. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm desperate. That's yummy. It is yummy. I'll never sleep tonight. It's not that late. We'll be good. It's late for me. If I drink any caffeine after like 11, I can't sleep. I can't drink. Uh, no, I'm terrible. Yeah. So I just landed in New Orleans and I was like, oh my God, I need a drink. And I didn't have time to like run down and get another voodoo daiquiri. Plus those were bad. Uh, <laughs> at the end with those things. Yeah. Well, how uh, about me last week with my espresso martini? I was like a disaster. I wasn't even drunk. I was just like frazzled, like hot and like feeling very jittery and your brain couldn't connect your senses with you yeah I was like a mess (laughs) I got my glasses today but today is your turn to read so it's good you don't even need but I got my actual glasses this time what were the other ones well those were just like my cheaters this is these are actually from the like an eyeglass store but I couldn't find them so after last week me being such a disaster I searched for them and I found them I'll no. probably lose them again by next week, but <laughs> <laughs> when it's time for you to read again, yeah, I'll lose them probably, but oh well. Oh God, yeah. Oh, you look pretty. I'm like straight off of a plane. My hair is sticking up. I just got oh, up three. I'm a mess, and I'm sweating because I keep wearing these shirts that are on the show, and they're long sleeved, and I'm sweating because it was cold in this week's episode. We're like in I the know. there was no. snow when we were walking in, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember that very specifically. I can remember standing outside because they made us walk in twice. And I remember us like screaming at them. It's effing cold. cold. Who cares? You never use this shit anyway. Yeah. That's what we said. So anyway. Oh yes. Um, uh, one quick thing before we get started, I do have to say, unless you can pull it up, I don't have access to the Patreon to read names. Oh, I'm going to kill you. You need to give me more time to pull that up. I can't just pull it up in two seconds. I don't even know how to get on to Patreon. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll read Patreon next week. <laughs> God, you should have texted me earlier and I would have figured it out. I was too busy yelling at my contractors. It's like being married to Fred, Diane's husband who never. Uh, yeah. Him. I have yeah. a house full of them right now. They don't do shit unless I'm here yelling at them. It's terrible. Uh, I'm having, I'm having a meltdown over new Orleans. We can talk about it in the after show. I'm not in a good place right now. Emotionally. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. So, you know, the best thing I can do if I'm not in, the, in a good place emotionally is go rehash the worst <laughs> of my life. <laughs> exactly. And it makes, it makes this time of our life good. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do a little comparison. We'll talk about dance moms and then I'll go to bed feeling like, Oh, my life is so great. Oh, <laughs> you remember, I can so distinctly remember when it would be time to go to bed and I would be like, I can't even relax and go to bed. Cause I know I have to be up in like two hours and this shit's just going to start all over again. Yeah. We never yep. had any kind of like relief. It just was constant. Ugh. Yep. Every um, day, same thing. How am I going to be tortured this week? Exactly. All right. So we are on season two, episode eight, and it's called The Runaway Mom. And we open up in Pittsburgh 
And the very first thing we see as Abby is screaming at our girls to get in here and shake the lead out is she has on some blue rhinestone crap. That's exciting. Yes. Not a headband, but I'm going to drink to that. Uh, we're going to drink to that. I was just reaching for it. I'm like, ah, cheers. cheers. Yeah, she's getting slim on the um, headbands. Oh, Kelly, what a play on words you chose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no pun intended. No pun intended. So I love, here's, I have so many, like Abby is completely contradicting herself notes this week because she starts off by saying last week you did an okay job, but you could have been better. You could have been better. Yeah. She raved about how great they were last week about how the gold coats look beautiful. They were so entertaining. Yeah. It was like being in a show. She a thought, show. yeah. And now she's like, eh, you did an okay job. Could have been better. Yeah. Oh, well. Yep. And then she just goes right into the fact that we're going to fire an ice in Pittsburgh and she has a rep to protect, you know, just because yeah, her friend owns the competition. I was just, so she wants say. to look good. For, ah, yeah. Her friend owns that competition. If I were Kathy, I'd be like, bullshit. I'm not going to a competition. Exactly. I mean, and it's like one of her best friends, like, because yes. Abby don't have very many and that's one of them. <laughs> yeah. That's why she's allowed to bring her dog. She got a special hall pass. Yeah. 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 And she says, do you want to say something? I was just going to say, uh, did you catch Jill brought a fur purse this week? Oh, J- Kelly, it's my very next sentence. Uh, she brought it into Pyramid and the bitch has her freaking shoes on and we but don't. We all this do. is another week oh. in a row. We but have we our do? on. Yes. Cause I wrote, look how excited we are. And I wrote hashtag Kelly one. Ah, no, but yeah. I don't think we wear them anymore. No, we don't wear them. I anymore. don't know. But let, let's just talk about the purse. Abby had a fur purse last week and now Jill has a fur purse this week. I literally have that as my very next line. I wrote Jill. I, 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 I do not really purse. like fur purses. I'm sorry. It kind of reminds me of the one time uh, I was in Australia and Brandon bought um, those balls, balls. Yeah, (laughs) fur balls, and he used to put them on his keychain and stick them out of his pocket, so he had fur balls. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He's funny. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not into fur purses. I don't know. No, I'm not either. I'm not either. Uh, so we get right into pyramid and I just have to point out, I don't know if Abby said something to Chloe before pyramid, but Chloe looks like she's going to cry the entire pyramid. I don't know why. I I didn't notice that. Yeah. And so pyramid starts off with a bang because Kendall's at the bottom and she's like, and you are back on On probation." probation and you and I both go like this. Yeah. We're like shocked. I have, we all look shocked and confused. <laughs> and Jill is like ready to jump out of her freaking skin. He's like, that's the- what you want from her. Your microphone's all weird. Oh. Yeah. Like you're like cutting in and out. Better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's screaming. What more do you want from her? <laughs> yeah. She's like, get psycho. I like, it, the thing that just drives me crazy is Jill looks like she's been a part of this team for her whole life and that she's so shocked that all this is going on. Like you're brand new to the group. Yeah. You don't even have to like, you have to put in the years of the bullshit. You just yeah. show up and expect solos. Yeah. I, I, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, <clears throat> when she asks, what more do you want from her? 
Don't worry. Abby oh, has Abby has a long list. <laughs> a list ready to go. She has a list. Close your ribs, straighten your feet. Ah, your, your rib cage is open. Your, your shoulders are hunched. Yeah. Yeah. And Kendall yeah. immediately starts crying and Jill goes, are you kidding me? And Abby goes, no. Okay. When she says, are you kidding me? They go to my face and I'm like making like a smirk kind of look on my face. Like, you know what? That's funny because later on when Jill storms out, they show a clip of me and I look like a smug little bitch. And yeah. So do I, when she says that. But two seconds before, when they show like the whole shot of us, the whole group standing there, I am like horrified. You can yeah. see I'm horrified. And then the yeah. clip, I'm like, <laughs> Like, yeah, that's how it is with mine too. Yeah. Okay. So you're a bitch there. Okay, good. Good yeah. to know. That. Yeah. So then I say in my interview, Jill, you always want more special parts, more attention. You got it. You're back on probation. <laughs> <laughs> Jill goes to Abby. I actually love this. You should be on probation, Abby. Uh, yeah. It, it, well, no, I like when Abby says that she, if she had a picture of Jill, Jill would be the one on the bottom of the pyramid. <laughs> we should have gave pictures of us. Me and you would have just had a permanent spot, girlfriend. Oh, for sure. We, for we could sure. have like decorated very nicely and stuff because we would be staying. Oh, yes. We could have like, we would have actually been okay putting up wallpaper on that floor of the yeah. pyramid. <laughs> yeah. We weren't going anywhere. Yep. Um, and then in Abby's interview, that's when she said about Jill. But did you notice how her hair looked like she had a helmet on? It was like teased, but then it was perfectly smooth. It was like glossy. Yeah. I, I don't really look at her, know, but it's getting, we're getting into like the Delta Burke hair era. So it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'll start paying attention. Yep. I paid attention a lot on pyramid. How about Paige's hair? It looked like she had a horn coming out oh, the <laughs> side of her head. Like what the heck was that? <laughs> she has a horn on her head coming out the side. <laughs> but Brooke had her hair brushed. She did second week in a row. Brooke, Brooke must be trying to pick somebody up or something at school. I was going to say, Brooke likes somebody because she, yeah, she, she combed her hair two day, two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so then Jill says, oh, and Abby says in that interview too, she says, you are on my last nerve. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jill says, why are we here? You never have anything nice to say. And Abby go, she turns like a top. Like that was her nice thing. She does yeah. a lot of things right. Uh, and Abby is not surprised by Jill's reaction, but she's devastated by Kendall's because this is one of my favorite lines. Oh, this is I'm mine too. Like she, she should have choked on this saying yeah. this. <clears throat> she doesn't wake up uh, to wait. She doesn't wake up looking to intentionally hurt a child's feelings. I literally wrote in capital. But yet she does it a hundred times a day. Uh-huh. Like, I wrote drink because that's a yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Jill continues on her tirade. There's lots of studios who would love what she does. And we're going to find one of those studios. And she says, we're done. And she takes candle candles. She takes Kendall's hand and she walks out. And that's what I have. They show me looking really smug. But two minutes ago, I was horrified. So yeah. out, out in the hall, like as they're gathering their stuff, Jill tells Kendall, like, she doesn't appreciate you. And then she says in her interview, she's horrified at Abby and she will go somewhere where they treat you. She's saying this to Kendall and me with respect. And Hey, maybe even give you a solo once in a while. 
and she's disgusted with it and she's not putting up with it anymore. I just want to point out, I think Jill came in episode one of season two, right? Yeah. Episode eight and she's already walked out. A few (laughs) times she's walked out. (laughs) And she walks out of the dressing room almost every week, the last two weeks, I think. Yeah. And now she's walking out of the studio. Yeah. But but it's okay when they're doing these things to our kids. Oh, yeah. Who have been there forever. It's fine. But she she says to us, why don't we leave? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess at least she's walking out, but whatever. Um, But I do want to say in Jill's interview, did you notice that she's wearing big feather earrings that look like roach clips? Remember roach clips? Yeah. She used to get those from the, like the, the local street fairs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Jill looks like roach clip earrings. Well, yeah, she looks like she's wearing roach clip earrings. I did not notice those, but I did notice your big feather. It's like you have that pink sweater with the big feather pin or something on it. You and Jill both got the memo about the feather. I did not get the memo. No, it was not. You didn't. I don't think we did it. We did that on purpose. We wanted you to feel excluded. You know, (laughs) good. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. And they tell us that she doesn't want to go because she loves to dance. And then we see them pull out of the parking lot. So then we go back to Pyramid and Paige is next. And Abby lets her know that you were on top. Now you're obviously not. Yes. She said she couldn't remember the trio. Unacceptable. Again, Paige didn't forget the trio. She was just learning how to like getting dance corrections. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I drank whatever. Oh, okay. I drank. Then we have, I mean, we would only have, we, it would only be right if Brooke were next. And Adam goes into Brooke, the whiny, mopey teenager crap has to stop. You're a role model. And she says, do me a favor, would you? Just Just smile. And Brooke looks at her with sheer fucking misery on her face. I I know. (laughs) Brooke's like, I don't want to smile. I don't want to be your role model. Like, just leave me alone. I hate you. Yes. Yes. But then Kenzie is next on the pyramid. But Kelly, Mackenzie did not dance at all last week. She didn't dance. And she's above three people who did dance. All she did was sit in the audience. And she says that her tricks are clean or her, her tricks are stronger. Yeah. But she didn't dance. But she needs to go. She needs to go to ballet, but she didn't dance. Hmm. But she didn't dance. Then we have Chloe and she says, once again, nice, clean performance. And then Maddie, you redeemed yourself. And no then, stupid mistakes. Yeah. No stupid mistakes. And then you see me say, once again, Chloe and Maddie are neck and neck. But that's like such a dumb bite, like, because it has nothing to do with this episode. So why would they put that in other than just to make me look like a whiny bitch? I don't know. I don't know. Because I was like, that's dumb. That doesn't make any sense. Um, and then at the top of the pyramid is Nia. And deservedly so. And Nia smiles. But standing next to Nia when they show that is Kendall. Ah, uh, so Kendall, had, it was they went back. I don't know, but Kendall is they must have. or they edited it wrong, you know? So that's what I'm saying. Like, cause sometimes you look at the clock and it says it's one o'clock yeah. and then you go back to the same next scene and it says it's like 11. Yeah. Yeah. So they just put it in out of order. 
Correct. Yeah. But then all the girls scream and hug uh, Nia, but Kendall's not in the group hug. So obviously, you know, it, it was out of order. And then Holly tells us she never thought she'd see the day. And she says it's because of all of Nia's hard work and dedication. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Abby says it's because of her hard work and dedication. And sometimes that's better than any trophy. And you shined. I'm like, and then she said, Abby said, your your mother isn't always here, but she makes oh. sure you are. Yeah, and I was so getting that's why she sees an improvement. Leave Nia's mother alone. Oh, God, the woman has to work. Leave her alone. Oh, oh you missed your mouth there. Oh, my Got a hole in your lip. Oh, whoopsie. Whoopsie. I did that yesterday. Like I was in my car, I was driving and I had like a can of pop or whatever. I, I, I think I did it, it. I know I did it too. I think I did it three times. Oh. Like I was like a disaster <laughs> and it wasn't even alcohol. It was just pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a little yeah. faster today for sure. For sure. Um, Nia then tells us that she's at the top of the pyramid and she goes, yay. And so Avi then tells us she's getting a solo and she's going to perform like a princess. She's going to act like a princess, which she's is so good. I know. Cause that's all Nia wanted. And yeah. she's just like I tell everyone, it's tough getting here. It's harder staying. Oh God. Okay. But- okay. So then she announces the group dance, which is called Head Over Heels, and it's all about falling in love and getting married. Now, as an artist, Abby lets us know that she draws inspiration from the real world or the world around her. And And she knows something's going on with Melissa. She has a secret. But my secret is Abby looks like a sea witch in this interview. (laughs) Starfish necklace on. She I don't look at her. I know. She yeah. But when she's saying about head over heels, <laughs> Melissa looks mortified. Like her face looks mortified. And then Abby says, you, she's going to realize that everyone knows her secret. And then Mackenzie chimes in and says, aren't I too young to get married? <laughs> now, but wait, do you remember? Abby fed her that line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She told her to say that just like when yeah. she I need about to the potato it. chips mm-hmm. and yeah. when Broadway baby died, don't all dogs go to heaven? Yeah. She would stand out in the dressing room and say, Mackenzie, when I say this, raise your hand. You and say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. she constantly fed Mackenzie, like little things to say, cute lines. Cute and that lines. Was yeah. Definitely one of them. And then Melissa tells us in her interview that she just got engaged, but she likes to keep her private light. Pro- God, I can't speak today. Her private life private. And Abby tells us in the dance, we're going to all be dressed as brides and the dads are going to be there to give them away. And I'm just thinking to myself, I remember, I'm like, yeah, my husband's not coming. He had I, that, I remember you, you were like adamant. You're like, there's no way Mark is going to come. No, no way. way. Mark wanted nothing to do with dance moms. He hated yeah. every minute about it. He was not coming to be on camera. Plus, at the time, he worked at Children's, and it was a very controversial show that he like yeah. didn't want to be up associated with because he's supposed to be like working with kids yeah. and like here yeah. daughters on a show being tortured. Yeah, Mm-mm. I don't blame him. No, so the whole thing with me calling him was all set up for sure. Like Mark was never coming. 
So then we go upstairs and Melissa starts talking about, she can't believe what happened in there. And I say, I think she's going back to her old, her old studio to dish the dirt and we're going to run into them soon. Now, I remember really thinking that she was going to go back to studio 19 and, yeah. and we were going to compete against them. But that's when we found out that Abby had like an absolutely no Pittsburgh studio clause, like put into whatever, like, yeah, they were not allowed. But studio 19 comes in later, don't they? Because I think because it's season eight and they all had to renegotiate contracts. Okay. I think yeah, that because, why. Yeah. I don't know that. That's just my opinion. Like that's my opinion. Or maybe. Well, I'm sure Jill would have went back to studio 19 and if they were allowed to be filmed because she surely wouldn't have picked candy apples. I mean, it's like a three and a half hour drive. Why would you pick that? Yeah, Uh, of course. Of course they had her go there, of course. Um, But Melissa feels horrible and she hopes she's coming back. And um, I say Jill didn't bond with us, but Kendall fit well. And I love this. Holly's really disappointed because Jill didn't get to see Mia at the top of the pyramid. I know that was so funny. And Holly was like 100% serious about that. She just wanted her to see Nia at the top. So she can say, you know, you always tell me my daughter's like, yeah, mediocre, subpar, not the best. Yeah. 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 Um, So then we cut to Nia rehearsing and Abby is using her creepy voice. I have my asterisk. I'm like Abby's voice. and nia tells us about her solo it's called i'll do anything for you and it's acro which is one of her strongest styles and she's just excited yeah and melissa talks about the girls being really excited for nia and then holly says i was just excited to be off the bottom and then i say i'm excited the kid's not doing an ethnic dance (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry they put that on there I am too. I am too. I don't think they put that on there now, but you know. Yeah. Look, based on all this shit that Nia's had to do, I think it was a very warranted comment. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So Abby says to Nia, you worked hard with me and in ballet class and you've waited a long time. So don't screw it up, kid. (laughs) Yeah. What a pep talk. (laughs) <laughs> can't say anything nice and without having a little jab in there. Oh, always, always, always. Um, and then I go on to say, I think in my interview, I say Melissa's upset because she, her and Jill are friends and Melissa says, no, Jill will definitely be back. She didn't mean it. She didn't want to leave. And I'm like, I don't know. She seemed pretty determined to leave, you know? Yeah. She goes, well, let me text her. I'm going to call her. And the minute she picks up the phone, she goes, oh, I got a text. I got a text. I got a text. And it literally says, I'm not coming back. Exclamation point. <laughs> Sorry to leave you to the wolves. Uh, I'm assuming that was insinuating me and you. Yes. But, you know, somebody had a really good point in a comment on um, on Patreon. They said, I think that they Jill keeps talking about is really the producers and they had to fill it in to be Kelly and Christy to make sense for the storyline. And that makes sense. Well, I hope so because I've been behaving. Yeah. And I keep getting accused of shit. <laughs> I don't remember me behaving so well. Yeah. Yeah. You did behave. Um, so Jill says we're going back to our old studio where they like Kendall. And I say, I told you. We all liked Kendall. Yeah. And 
Holly goes, well, that didn't take too long. <laughs> and I say, let's call a spade a spade. She's a studio hopper and she's going to hop, hop, hop right back to her old studio. <laughs> ah. And an idiot. It's a good, it's a good little combo. It's good. Yeah. Great. Great. Because I don't want someone around us like that and our kids. I hate myself. I really do. <laughs> bitch. Uh, okay. So the next scene, Kendall and Jill are in their car and she's like going off on Kendall. I always think it's hysterical when the kids are, the moms are going off in the car and the kids are always just sitting in the back seat. They're like, just shut up, mom. I know. Cause Jill's like, I am not putting up with this crap anymore. You did nothing. They need to appreciate you. I should be the one on probation. And Kendall's just sitting there in the back seat, Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, like shut up, mom. <laughs> and then Jill makes a call, and um, she says to the person who answers, because at this point we only know it's a voice, and she says she can't go back to Abby's, uh, and she wants this person to take a look at Kendall and her talents and to find a place for her. And then we see the ominous candy apple shot. Yay. Yes. And it is Kathy. And she says, I need to make sure that all your ties to Abby are severed. And Jill's like, yeah, find a place for her. find a place. So now we're back at our studio. It's four days till competition. The girls are stretching in the, um, like the dressing room and Abby's totally just being like, so nice to Mackenzie. Every time. Oh, Every yeah. Time. Yeah. Hands are on well, screen. So aren't they have like, she's helping her stretch and do like her arabesque and stuff. Yeah. Her Maddie. Yeah. Her, she, so they would get like the special private in, in the dressing room. Yeah. Without even having a private. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. And then she goes, I heard about the engagement and Maddie's face is like, oh my gosh, Maddie is hysterical in this. Yeah. Yes. And Mackenzie just stares at her. And she goes, are you in the wedding? Am I in the wedding? And Maddie tells us in an interview, my mom is engaged, but she wants to keep it quiet. So Abby goes, you know, you guys need to go in there, work on your solos. And she goes to walk away. And then she goes, so wait, tell me about, let's talk about this wedding again. Do you, what do you think of the ring? And they're just like, beautiful. And Chloe yeah. goes, I like the story. <laughs> <laughs> but you go, Chloe. She runs yeah. the and Maddie goes, don't. Um, uh, yeah, Maddie was like, don't, don't talk like, about it. Don't talk he about was it. like adamant, like do not. But when they open the door to go in studio B, Jimmy Chris is standing there and like runs out of the shot. It's so yeah. Funny. Yeah. Was it Jimmy Chris? I thought it was the other one. I can't think of his name. Um, I thought it was Jimmy. The sound guy. I thought it was the sound guy. Uh, maybe it was. I can't think of his name. Whatever. Um, somebody, one of the production people were there. Yeah. I thought it was Jimmy. Maybe not. And she goes, what story? Abby goes, what story? And she goes, Mackenzie, what story? And Mackenzie in her interview tells us she's not supposed to tell Abby anything because she's a blabbermouth. Hey, and she is. I wouldn't tell her anything either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Abby goes, what story? What was Chloe talking about? She's a weirdo. What's she making up? Why is she a weirdo? I, yeah. Why would she make something up? Yeah. And Kenzie's like, I don't know a story. And then she tells Chloe or she tells Mackenzie to send Chloe out. And Maddie goes, no, don't. No, don't. (laughs) (laughs) And then we cut to Babette's wedding. Oh, yay. And I'm wearing fur. You're wearing what? Fur. I I have that down that you got their note. 
the about wearing fur. the vest. And the lady working there had on a fur vest too. I saw that. Yeah. So we're like, I wonder if we're wearing long veils or short veils. And I say, oh, I want someone to try this one on. And then you go, we got awfully sidetracked. (laughs) We were just looking for veils. Yes, exactly. And then everybody starts talking about shopping for their wedding dresses. And then Melissa immediately says, if I got married again, I wouldn't wear a big wedding gown. And she goes, I don't even get excited anymore looking at wedding stuff. And then I'm like, why are you lying? We all know you're engaged. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell us. I mean, just tell us. And then you're getting ready to go in and try on a dress. And you whisper to me, Kelly, I can remember this. Like I'm standing there. You literally, I don't have underwear on. And it was, I wanted to shit myself because the lady wanted to come in and help me get in the dress. I know. And I'm like, somebody else needs to do this because I don't have underwear on and I'm not letting this lady in the room with me without underwear on. (laughs) And nobody came to save me. You guys all made me go in there. Like you knew. Melissa knows I never wear underwear when I wear pants. I don't like underwear lines. And you guys screwed me and made me go in there. So, so much for a partner in crime. You know, the funniest part of yeah, that. So much. Thanks. Thanks, partner. Sorry. Yeah. I don't, why didn't I go? I don't know why I didn't put one on, but um, me and Holly both did. I remember Holly went in and did one, but um, you weren't whispering that to me to be on camera. You were like, literally like, oh, literally. Shit. Yes. Like, I, don't I, I did not want that lady to come in with me. <laughs> and we know later on, Melissa should have been the one in there because she's all cleanly shaven at all times. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you go in your interview. Welcome to my world. No, <laughs> I fucking died. Nobody. You keep cutting out. Oh my god! Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I just don't want it to be ruined, and we can't use it. Yeah, but um, as long as I. How about when I say I want to wear? I want to. If I renew my vows, I wanted to wear one of those bird cages. And Melissa's like, "What to hide your wrinkles?" Yes, I should have smacked her on that. You should have, but how about me? Your vowels. Why did I say vowels and not vowels? I don't know. I, I was like mentally uh, uh, not very smart right there. Ooh. And then I say, oh, you say to Melissa, you have a chance of getting married again, not me. And she says, I'm not wearing a wedding dress. Um, no, she says, I'm not wearing a ring. Oh, she said she ring. didn't have her ring on at that point. Remember, she I- kept not wearing it. I thought she so they said wouldn't I'm bring it up. I think she said it was a ring, but at mm-hmm. that point, remember she wasn't wearing one because she didn't want them to say anything. Well, later on, when we're sitting upstairs, she talks about then, that. She, yeah, we and then she, she goes. Then she ends on. up having it on later down at the front desk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we found out Kelly doesn't wear underwear. Okay. Great. Yay. Melissa doesn't wear a ring. You don't wear undies. Noted. Okay. So then we're back at Candy Apples and then in comes Jill and Kendall. And Kendall tells us that she's nervous about Candy Apples, but she wants to dance somewhere they like and respect her. And Kathy comes out and she is just thrilled. She hugs Kendall. She says, come on in. And Jill says, should we take our shoes off? And I loved that Kathy said, oh, we have a cleaning lady here. Yeah. 
Yeah, she has no idea though why Abby makes us take our shoes off. Obviously, obviously, because it's not because it's dirty. Because Abby could yeah. really care less if our feet get dirty or our shoes get dirty. Um, yeah. It's about that she don't want her floor getting ruined. Right, but it's just I thought it was hysterical that she's like, "We have a cleaning lady." Because I'm like, Kathy, settle. And then Jill is so funny because she starts talking about everything she needs. She's like, I need a studio. I need Kendall. I need, and I'm like, hold on a second, because it was all about Jill. It was so funny. If you listen. Yeah. Yeah. Then Kendall starts dancing for Kathy and Jill tells us in her interview that it's wonderful that Kathy sees potential and that's what she wants. And Kathy asked if she's interested in becoming an apple And this weekend, she's actually going to Pittsburgh. And I have an adorable little solo that you can do, which is a chance for you to compete and jump right in without being in the group. And Jill is like so excited because she's like, she got a solo. A solo. My daughter, she knows she's a good dancer. This is good. Yeah. But Kendall had a solo the first week she was at Abby's too. Yes, she did. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this is good, Cal. This is good. So we're back in Pittsburgh and Abby's wearing a headband. I sat that wrote down. I actually saw a headband on her. I looked at her this time. I'm having a hard time drinking out of that. Jesus. My lips aren't working. And Abby says we do a lot of lyrical and contemporary and it's nice to do a novelty number and head over heels is novelty. And they, we go upstairs and we see you guys sitting there and I walk in wearing Jill's roadkill vest. I have a roadkill vest on too. It's terrible. I don't know why you guys like them, but where were you? Why weren't you up there with us? I have no idea. Cause Chloe- and did you notice? Oh, I did write for vest. Um, uh, and uh, did you notice she walked in with a coffee cup? I, uh, that wasn't coffee. I'm assuming. <laughs> You didn't have a chance to hide yours yet. You walked in with it. We saw it. We saw it. See, I told you Christy has a coffee cup. She just doesn't show it. Now watch when we go upstairs. She has it hidden behind the step. And mine's just right out in front, probably. Little sneak. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then I sit down and I'm like, what's on Mackenzie's top? Are those bats? And Melissa's like dogs. And I'm like, they look like bats. They why did look they, like bats. But why would they show me just like talking about Mackenzie's top? They just look yeah. for to make me look like a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. But it did look like bats. I agreed with you on that. Yeah. And then Abby's standing behind Mackenzie and then she goes, who's your manicurist? She should be out. Of yeah. Work. Yeah. Why were we talking about Mackenzie's nails? I don't know. But she like, you know, tells us all about the dance now in her interview. And she's like, they have a theme. They might have, or they're going to have nosegays and they might even have garters. Exciting. And she's inviting the dads so they can give them away, not to a guy that'll never be good enough, but to the world of dance. Gosh. I just am like, and Kenzie just is going to marry Justin Bieber. Exactly. Yeah. That was so cute. Mm Mm-hmm. We did love him. Remember how much they all loved him? Oh my God. Yes. Remember when they first saw him on the carpet and they took that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And then there was that rumor that he took them all to Teen Choice that year. Yeah. Yeah. They all loved him. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. Meanwhile, he was like, what, 14, 15? Yeah. <laughs> Um, then Abby starts giving the girls in the room a list of all the things their dads complain about. And I'm like, why are you telling these kids like what their dads complain about? Like what- uh, my dad or my dad, Randy never complained about anything. So I don't know what she was talking about. 
your dad spends all this time, like they complain about the money and the rhinestones and the costumes and the time and blah, blah, blah. And then they're going to see them on stage and they're going to say, it's all worth it. And then um, I'm upstairs. Here I am. Just get my spoon because I'm about to start stirring the shit. (laughs) (laughs) I said, but I say, who is Melissa going to bring? Daddy? Or, or sugar, sugar dad. dad. No, I go <laughs> dad or sugar dad D. <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she tells us upstairs that Kurt isn't coming at all. And then I say, this is the one time the dads are asked to come and she can't put aside their differences and make it about, not make it about her. And she says, he has a hockey tournament. And you say, okay, well, is Greg coming then? And then she goes, well, I don't want to hurt his feelings. But during all of this, the music is so fucking dramatic. dramatic. Uh (laughs) And I say, why wouldn't Greg come? They live with him. And she goes, oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you're like, well, why does Melissa go crazy every time Kurt is mentioned? She's like, he's still Maddie McKenzie's dad and he should have a relationship with them. Yeah. And I mean, I was friends with them. I mean, we were very good friends and yeah. I, I think Kurt would have wanted to be there. I, 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 I agree. I, with I think you. if he knew he would have came. Yes. And I saw Kurt years after and he still was trying to like see his kids, you know, like, yeah. I mean, that's, there's a lot to that. So I, I, I feel bad for him. Cause I do think he would have showed up. I really do. Yeah. I mean, he came that, that, what, what, where were we? Vegas or LA? Yeah. Yeah. And and he was pissed at Abby for everything she was doing. Yeah. Maybe maybe Kurt would have been on our side. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I think you probably would have been. Probably. So you start talking about the headpieces and this is hysterical because Melissa starts bringing up that she should have brought her wedding gown because we could have just cut it up. Yeah, I was like appalled by that. I was like, like one of your kids might want to wear that or not even wear it. Just have it, have it for sentimental value. She's like, no, no. And you're like, no, a keepsake. And she's like, no. And then I say, well, maybe they can help you pick out a new one. And she's like, oh no, no new one. Odd, odd. But I thought it was crazy that she's like, well, we could have just cut up my old wedding dress for headpieces for this dance. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was sad. Yeah. Like I, I still have mine. I'm I'm divorced and I'm well, getting divorced and I still have mine. Like I would never let somebody cut it up. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, so next we are back at Candy Apples and Jill is being introduced to those moms and she just loves them because they're well. They're so nice and, and they bring not the, they're not anything like us. They bring out the sparkling apple apple cider and cheese, and they have an apple. Yeah, toast. they're definitely not like us because we sure as hell wouldn't have been having sparkling cider. No, exactly. <laughs> we'd have been having something a little stronger. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. We took Jill. But how we about were- Jill said we were a different beast? I yes, a different beast. I, I like that. know of one beast, and that's Judy, and it's not yes, her. yes. So Kendall is rehearsing with Kathy and I have to say Kathy is dancing with Kendall and Kathy looks good dancing with Kendall. Like she does not, like she's like finishing her lines. It looks like, it's not like when we see other people dance, you know? Yeah. And um, 
she's being really nice. And she says, look how nice corrections get results. And then we cut back to Jill sitting with those moms. And she, the moms ask her if the ALDC and Abby knows that Jill is there. And she says, no. And she says, she doesn't think Abby's going to be upset. She's going to be angry. And she wants Abby to feel the same anger that Kendall felt when, or that Jill felt when she was being rude about Kendall. And I actually really agree with that. I I like the mom, mom in the background. She says about karma. Oh yeah. (laughs) I always say that karma, karma is a bitch. Karma is a bitch. And uh, Kathy says, who's at the top of the pyramid this week? And Kendall says Nia, but Kendall wasn't there when Nia was revealed. So exactly. But she was actually standing beside her member. So they screwed up there too. Cause yeah, they sure did. And then Kathy's like, really? And then she goes, well, I guess you're going to go head to head because she'll probably have a solo. And she said, do you feel, oh, Jill asks Kendall, do you feel badly about dancing against Nia? And she's like, I guess. And then Jill tells us she really needs Abby to see what Kendall can do. And this might be the only way. And it's funny because those are almost the exact same words that Leslie used. Like, I need Abby to see what Peyton can do. Everyone needs mm-hmm. Abby to see what their kids can do. And, and then they they both said, give her a spot. Just find her a spot. Yep. Yeah. Everybody wants a spot. Okay, but Abby has a headband on here. Oh, la la la. Look at you. Yep. I tried to pay attention more since I'm not, I'm not doing the whole read thing. I tried to pay attention to some of the others. Good job. You did good homework. So Nia's rehearsing. It's snowing in Pittsburgh. Shocking. And Abby's like, this is it. No mistakes. It's this, And she tells us, and it's an important solo for Nia. She needs to get her act together. Her act seemed fine to me, but get it together. So, oh my God, this is my favorite scene of the episode. Okay. Because you, me, and Holly are sitting upstairs. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, is Melissa engaged? And I was like, and you go, well, she has a ring on. And we're like, well, she takes it on and off. And I'm like, is that a friendship ring? Because that's a really nice friend. And yeah, because like, like we just said, she had it on one time and then she didn't have it on the other time. Yeah. What did and I say? You're like, oh. I need a friend like that. And then <laughs> yeah. like, you have a friend and you're like, I need another friend. I want another ring. Well, because, and I think you were meaning you were my friend. No. Is that I was what you meant? Married. <laughs> oh. I know, but I I was saying I wanted another ring. I know. (laughs) And then that's when you said I wanted another ring. And then you say, I want a big rock or no, you said she's wearing a big rock, but she's just being secretive. Why doesn't she just admit it? So then Holly says, well, it's something along the lines of it's interesting. The dads are invited this week and she's wearing another man's engagement ring. Okay. And I say, or I think it's actually you, you say, well, she hasn't told us. I doubt she's told Kurt. Yeah, and that then, was me. I wonder, I, cause I said, I wonder if it, if Kurt knows, if she won't tell us, I, yeah. I doubt Kurt knows. And then I say they need to knock it off because I was like, this is going to be really a long, like a long yeah. relationship. And they have kids involved. Yeah. And yeah. then Holly goes, she's so forthcoming, especially about everything about her body, nooks, crevices, crevices. desires. Wow. Is she talking about Melissa or Abby? She's talking about Melissa because I said, remember when she talked, she said she thinks about sex and she throbs. And then you Uh. go, 
you know, I know that she's cleanly shaven down there, but she won't tell me that she's engaged. And I she, she tells us all the like dirty details of stuff, but then she, right. She can't tell if she's engaged. But that's what Holly said. She goes, that's a little too personal, Kelly. That's crossing the line. <laughs> but when Holly says she talks about nooks, crevices, and crevices, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, I think we should call this episode Nooks, Crevices, and Desires. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Like I freaking, I was, I was laughing so hard. I had tears rolling down my face when she was saying that because we don't get that from Holly very often. No, no. But Melissa, she is very upfront about things like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I like, said it. I know people probably thought I was weird saying it, but it's like, she really and truly is like, Oh yeah. Oh God. Yeah. She'll tell you anything about any body part you want to know. Yeah. Um, but don't ask about that ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then it's day and uh, we see Broadway baby being strolled in. So I think we should just drink because Broadway baby's on our screen. Why not? Oh, and they still haven't cleaned its face. Next line, Broadway baby still needs her face wash. Yeah. Next line, our brains are one. Yeah. I'm telling you, all of our asterisk, I, I put an asterisk by them. Uh-huh. Every one of them is, is the same for both same. of us. It's because we, we look at the same shit. We're mm-hmm. like, seriously? Mm-hmm. So you <laughs> say, I'm not thrilled to be in Pittsburgh because everyone knows Abby here and everyone hates her. <laughs> It is. It's so true. Like she always says, like let everybody know that you're like her student. And I'm thinking, oh God, no, don't tell nobody that. Like people won't want to talk to you. Everybody hates you. Yeah. Do you remember when she would always? She had her studio name on the back of her car before the before the competition. It was like Rain Dance Productions. Yeah. Yeah. Something all that. And she would pull up in that red Range Rover and park at Station Square, but she wouldn't park. Wouldn't she park would, in a parking spot. She would just like park on the curb, but like and then leave the door open. Yeah, like she, she owned the place. Yeah, and le- she left her car door open. Yeah. How many times did we walk past that car door and close it? Like in downtown. Yeah. yeah. So um, then we're in the dressing room, and guess what we're hearing? How important the competition is. That's exactly right. And the kids yes. couldn't pay. Well, how about Brooke? Brooke's like doing a back bend on the chair, <laughs> cracking her back. Everybody Brooke's is really interested. Completely ignoring her. And then, um, then Candy Apples, their bus arrives. Apparently their cleaning lady did not clean that bus. It was the filthiest bus I've ever seen on the side of that bus. I didn't pay attention. Dirty. And Kathy is not going to let us know what her little secret weapon is, but Jill's nervous. And she's worried that you and I might come after her with a shotgun. Uh, I know again, why me? (laughs) Not with Jill. Like that. I would have, I like, I'm not mean to her. Yeah. But her goal is to make Kay stand out. And boy, oh boy, is she going to do it, especially with the candy apple makeup routine. And that is what we get a load of next because she's like, Jill, you need to do a little wing there. You need a wing. And then she's like, do you have any loose? Because oh. we do a couple rhinestones to add a little glimmer and I'm dead. 
And then- how about the purple eyeshadow? <laughs> purple eyeshadow. I'm and telling you right it. now, if I would have been there and she would have told me to put that eyeshadow on, I would have had to walk across the hallway and gone into and kissed Abby's ass to get back on the team just so I didn't have to wear purple <laughs> eyeshadow. That shit looked terrible. And it was just like, I mean, you can, you can make purple eyeshadow look nice. I mean, yes. I actually wear purple eyeshadow sometimes because I have blue eyes and it really makes your eyes stand out. Uh huh. Not the way they had it on. Well, Jill goes purple, and Kathy's <laughs> like, "Yes." And then she goes, "Well, I- I'm just contemplating the purple with their orange costume." Orange costume. <laughs> she goes, "Oh, I-, I trust you, Kathy." And Kathy's like, "We'll just try it, whatever." You know, and she just gets up and walks away. Um, and Jill tells us she likes their dressing room because there's no screaming, there's no crying, there's no knives in the back. And, um, they're all walking down the hall and we come walking out and Abby is pushing her dog in her stroller and we see Kendall and Jill and Abby is stunned, absolutely stunned. But did you hear what Kathy said? Uh, She has no kid, but a dog in a stroller. (laughs) I loved that. Me too. I loved that. Yeah. Me too. And don't forget, did I tell it on here or on Patreon? I think I talk, told it on Patreon about Holly and I and the dog stroller. Yeah. 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 So dog stroller. And Abby tells us she could not believe her eyes that Kendall is with candy apples. And when we walk out, you and I, our faces, we're like, actually, we're not even like, we're just laughing. Like we're laughing yeah. about we're totally yeah. laughing. That's what I have wrote down. We were laughing. Because it's funny. You know, we're like, okay. And yeah. just point out though, I think what Jill Dance is there for what, two, three weeks? I don't even know. I don't know. But, um, this is the beginning of one of the big rivalries of Dance Mom. And I'm not talking about Abby versus Kathy. I'm talking about how much Jill fucking hates Kathy from this point forward. I know. And Maybe. I was thinking that when I was watching it, because I was like, like she went there and she, she she was the one out of all of us that hated oh, Kathy the most. You hated Kathy. Yeah. I, yeah. Did I mean, we would Kathy. argue with Kathy. I, I have nothing against Kathy, but no, I would argue with her just because I didn't have to sit with her all week. You know what I mean? It was uh, like you would fight with her just at the competition and then you didn't have to see her again. Actually, you know, Kathy we- offered to be on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We should have her come on and do an episode. Could you imagine? Oh, okay. Yeah, we can. Funny. So then you see me in an interview and I'm like, why would you leave Abby to go to Kathy? That's like leaving Freddie to go to Jason. (laughs) True. (laughs) Although I don't, Kathy's not mean at all. No, it's just like irritating, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Maddie says that when she saw Kendall over there, she wanted to cry. It just doesn't seem right. And then we see Holly and Holly's like, it hit me like a punch in the stomach. She realized that that's Nia's competition. So then you see us in the ladies room. Clearly we have a meeting in the ladies room and we are like, yes. and I'm saying like, I'm not shocked. And then you're like, I am that it's candy apples. And then you go, that's desperate. It is. I mean, to drive three hours to a studio, like, I mean, again, she only went there to be on the show. Cause yeah. if she really wanted to go to a different studio that liked Kendall, she would have went back to the one she came from that was right down exactly. the road. Exactly. And Holly says she feels really betrayed because she said someone on our team is competing against us. And she says Jill is the ultimate traitor because she was our teammate. And she's like, I hope Nia has fun on stage. She's telling that to us. And then I say, 
that's what we all just keep telling our kids at this point, like kill everybody like secretly, but like have fun while you do it, you know, cause it got throat. Yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, Kendall competed against Nia, but Chloe competes against Maddie every week. So we're, you're really always competing against a team member. Yeah. That's you know what I mean. Yeah, it's true. And then Holly does say it's not fun to compete against a former teammate. And then we say, are the dads here? And then they go, maybe Greg will surprise you. Yeah. You're, a, you're such a bitch. <laughs> that was, that was a bitchy move. Yeah. Ah. So remember the first time we found out that she was dating Greg? Yeah. It was on a competition. It was a competition. It was on yeah. one side and Greg was on the other. And we were like, what is happening? It was so yeah. You I remember me. we were, I think we were in Washington, PA. No, we were done by that um, casino thing, wasn't it? No, that was a different one. We were at Station Square because I was sitting in Station Square waiting for you. And you called mm. me. You were like, I just drove down here with Melissa. And you were like, you are never going to fucking believe. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And you're like, she has a boyfriend. I'm like, what? What? Remember? Yeah. And, and it was, I remember those, the, us. I remember meeting Greg in the parking lot at that casino thing out in yeah, Washington. Yeah. PA. That's when we yeah. first met him. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he was at the competition the week before, but I think we met but him. But she didn't introduce, it, introduce uh, us to him. Yes, yeah. you're totally right. Yeah. Um, so then sitting in the audience, Kathy tells Jill that she was reluctant when she called because she doesn't engage with Abby's sloppy seconds. And I have to say, I don't disagree with that, Kathy. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want her sloppy seconds, but I don't know. I think Kathy was pretty excited to get Kendall. Oh yeah. But wait, didn't you have Kathy or Abby sloppy seconds in high school or was that reversed? Uh, That was reversed. I know I'm teasing, but she tried (laughs) to make it out that it was. Okay. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) say. I'm kidding, Kelly. Um, But Jill feels very welcome. And, oh, this is really, I thought this was kind of like heart-wrenching because Nia's in the, the back. The Nia of- and Kendall in the yeah. hallway. I didn't like that either. I didn't either. Because Kendall comes over and Nia's like, you're dancing with candy apples? And Kendall's like, yeah. And then Kendall's like, well, I'm excited for my solo. And she's like, I like your crown. And Nia's like, I'm a princess. You know, it was just so like, yeah. leave those kids alone. Like those producers did not need yeah. to have a conversation. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, uh, Nia says she's nervous about having a solo against Kendall, but she's going to try to do her very best. Now I have to say, I think that was a Franken bit. I don't think Nia said, I'm nervous to have a solo against Kendall. I don't think she said that. I think together. Yeah. Listen to it. She probably didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I think she's she I think she said like she could have just said I'm nervous to have a solo and then Mm -hmm. add in the against Kendall part. Yeah, yeah. So then Nia goes on and she looks beautiful. Her costume is beautiful. We all know Nia loves a crown. Um they show show Evan. Holly's crying in the audience. Holly tells us that it was just magical watching her and that she doesn't get emotional very often but she knew what it took for Nia to get there and just the joy on her face. And she was just so proud of her. And I was like, that was an emotional moment to watch because like, I, I get that. Like, I feel that I know that feeling yeah. and like yeah. Holly's our friend. And like, you see her going through yeah. that. Yeah. And then one other note I have is they showed a lot of Nia's dance. I was like, oh, I didn't they're notice. starting to show. Dance. Yeah. Cause 
a lot of times they never, usually they don't. Right. So you saw a lot of Nia's dance. And then when the dance is over, you know, we hug Holly and I'm telling you, couldn't pay attention. You know why? Why? All I could look at was that pink hat. Broadway baby. No, that mom's pink hat from candy apples. Did you see that bright pink thing? No. Was it? Um, no, it wasn't the one who wore the Justice's mom. Mm -hmm. No. Another one. It was like this hot pink page boy hat. Yeah. Can't miss it. Guess you did. I don't know. I, I remember seeing, I don't, I don't remember. I, I watched this last week. I can't remember exactly what it looks like, but did you remember seeing them earn a hat? I remember yeah. they all were yeah. crazy outfits sometimes. All the time. No fits in perfect there. Perfect. With the outfits. Yeah. She'll have on pink pants. She needs to take off <laughs> that hat. Um, Abby says that Nia, you know, hit all the marks, but she just needs to work on technique. And, and in the meanwhile, Jill is still droning on to Kathy about all the things that Abby couldn't see about Kendall. <laughs> all she all she could see was um and then abby says okay this is where i just like lost my mind okay abby says kathy didn't have to put kendall up against nia nia deserves her chance to shine and it was just really a rotten shady thing to do are oh, you okay me? yeah <laughs> are you kidding me how many times did you move Maddie into like Chloe's age division in the last two seasons or whatever? Yeah. Or yeah. Put two people head to head or yeah. only worked on one solo or only gave one a costume. Are you kidding? Yep. It's a really rotten, shady thing to do. I was like, okay. I agree 100%. Yeah. So then Kendall dances and her dances, I think I like you, and it's jazz. And now my question is, Abby says that she did, Kendall did her choreography and used her costume. Is that true? I don't remember that. Being I don't either. I, I wonder. I if, highly doubt that they would, Abby would have let that happen. No, if anything, I think what it may have been was Abby might've had that costume made. Cause you know, sometimes they had a couple weeks out of solo costumes made. So maybe like that costume was made like, for Kendall, and then they just gave it to her for candy apples. So she was holding on to that, but okay. I doubt very highly it was her choreography. But what was funny is she's like, you know, she's doing my routine, my costume. She's only been gone from my studio for a week. What did Kathy teach her? Nothing. But what did Abby teach her? She was only there a few weeks. And every dancer that's going to come in from now until eternity that she's like, that's an Abby company. You did not train them. These are the six exactly. you train. Yeah. These six, yep. that's who you can put your name on. The rest of them learn from someone else. Yep. And she tells us Kathy is a worm. <laughs> <laughs> and Holly says that Kendall danced well, but she really hopes the judges saw what Nia did. And in the dressing room, everyone is being like so encouraging to Nia. And Chloe was so sweet to her. She's like, Nia, your face was just so joyful. Yeah. <laughs> they look so upset. And then this is when they have me call Mark, you know, because they have to explain why Mark's not sitting there. Because they do show Randy and Evan. Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, he's coming. And he's like, oh, I'm in a meeting. And I'm like, oh, okay. And Chloe's like, it's okay. He tried. But I can tell you right now, Mark was never coming. So yeah. Not a big deal. Um, but then we see Melissa throwing the bouquet in the dressing room. 
And she says she just loves the costume. It's gorgeous. And she just got engaged. So it's kind of fun. How about Chloe and Paige fighting yeah, over that? Okay. <laughs> Literally wrestling. They over. were going to like kill each other. Wrestling. But then Ken, like, I wanted to catch the flowers. So she starts crying. And then she says, everyone get away. You're making me sad. And then Melissa's like, you have to dance. And she goes, it doesn't matter about the dance. It matters about me. And then she goes, I'm emotional. I, I loved that. That was my favorite line. I'm emotional is funny. It doesn't matter about me. Matters about the dance. I'm or it doesn't matter about the dance. It matters about me. I'm emotional. Stop it, mom. And Melissa's going, don't cry. And so right before the girls go out to dance, did you see Chloe and Paige kiss backstage and say love you and then run? No. <laughs> it's the cutest thing, Kelly. Oh, real quick. And they're like, they kiss on each other's cheek and they're like, love you. Bye. And they like went to other sides of the stage. <laughs> they're the sweetest damn cute things. Oh, um, and then that's when you see Randy and Evan in the audience. And I love this dance. I thought this dance was really cute. Yeah, I did too. I thought the costumes were gorgeous. Uh, the girls looked beautiful. And then Kenzie says, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. And, and she said she wishes her dad was here. Yes. It's sad. And then Candy Apple starts and it's. Uh, a- How about they're doing a funeral dance? Now, right there goes to show you, like, there's no way they would have been doing a funeral and we would have been doing a wedding. The producers said, Melissa got engaged, so Abby's doing a wedding dance, so you guys have to do a funeral dance. Mm -hmm. There's no way that we would have, that that was like a coincidence. No, and I have to tell you, I thought their dance was fabulous. That dance Mm -hmm. was fabulous. Those days on those girls, when they came out and their turns, that was a fabulous dance. Mm -hmm. Did I think our dance was good? Sure. Did I think it looked like that? No. And you say that you're like, they have great dancers. They are obviously much older. And then you put in Vivian, the little ones to like bring down the age, but why didn't they just get dancers that were our kids age? I don't know. I don't know. It would have, it would have like eliminated all that bullshit. Um, well, probably because they signed Kathy on to be on the show and then it didn't work out with her and Abby and her driving and, you know, having her studio. So they kind of had to have Kathy in it somehow. And Kathy maybe didn't have dancers those oh, ages. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? But they couldn't go to another studio and find somebody because they already had a contract with Kathy. Yeah. I just wondered why they didn't have kids our age, but that makes sense. Maybe she didn't have a, like a strong competition group, but those girls were, yeah. That- great that dance should have been oh they were good yeah I don't think um but then it this is where I get pissed for Kathy because Abby goes and this is the kind of stuff like she says about us like you drinking or our kids being stupid or whatever she's like Kathy doesn't know how to choreograph why would you say that just like I didn't dance but it's like ripping on her her professionalism yeah who runs into a funeral and does an arabesque Vivian I promise you Abby would have had an arabesque in a funeral dance. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's stupid. Um, And I I hate that she does that. And like, look, Kathy's supposed to be our arch nemesis. I'm saying, I think it's crap that she just gets free reign to say that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So then we get into awards and right here, you know, that Abby is friends with the dance competition owner because we beat that group. Yeah. (laughs) Yep, we got first overall group in platinum. 
Uh-huh. And Abby's in the back high-fiving people. I think it was James and Gianna. And then solos come up and Kendall gets first. And you see Nia look devastated. Uh, yeah. Aww. And then Holly in her interview says, my child has been set up. She's not sure what game is being played between Jill and the candy apples and Abby, but Nia's not a pawn. And this is real for her. And they played a game at her expense. And I... I feel you, Holly. I feel that way all the time. Yes. We all do. Yes. I completely agree with Holly. uh, But it's just like what you said is, you know, um, it happens to all of us. It just, and and you, you feel badly and I'm not diminishing it, but it was like, it was Nia's week to be the one, you know, and you really thought that you would have a chance. And I think we all think at different times, like, oh, we're finally going to have a chance where our kid feels good and never. No, no. So then Holly and Evan go in and um, they start looking for Nia. And I think she's hiding behind the changing thing and she's crying. Mm-hmm. And then she says she wanted to win because her dad was there. And she, goes, which just like broke my heart. I know. And then she says, but it'll come again, I hope. And they're comforting her. And Holly's telling her, hold her chin up. You have absolutely nothing to be embarrassed about. And then in comes Abby. What's all this crying and pouting? There's one into your pillow at home. Yep. There's one kid crying and pouting and sitting on their dad's lap. Figure out what you did wrong. Like, (laughs) I I can't even. So then we cut to candy apples and Jill gets a candy apple mom jacket. I, oh, Jill got one too. No, it it wasn't even for Kendall. It was Jill. It was a candy apple mom jacket. It was denim and it was covered in rhinestones. And she just loves no probation. And she thinks it's great. Uh, Yay. We'll see how long that lasts. Exactly. So then Holly is leaving and Abby's like, wait, are you leaving? And then Holly, you can tell Holly's like, pissed but also on the verge of tears because she's like what happened wrong she was like it was not a reflection of Nia's job but it was wrong and Holly does not like how it played out and she says that it's tough enough to handle Abby but it will come when it comes to Nia's happiness she's not going against Jill and Kathy too again I get it like I totally yeah me too me too So then here comes candy apples are coming down the hall. And of course, everyone starts arguing. And Kathy says, there will come a day that we beat you. And she says, you only have six kids to worry about. I have 306, which I mean, look. Okay, maybe. Um, Well, I mean, Abby has a whole studio of kids too, though. Yeah, I didn't get that. I don't Um, know. Abby has a lot of students. It sort of just ain't the six on the show. No, but not at that point. She had lost so many, but she did have other students. Yeah, um, I don't know. And then, uh, and Abby starts screaming how you solicited students. And Kathy's like, she came to me on her own free will and said that you were a witch. <laughs> and yeah, I don't think Kathy solicited her. I, no. I, Jill did go there. Yeah. No. And then um, Kathy's like, she went up as, <clears throat> as candy apples today and she won. So that was a win for us. And then Abby's rage screaming with my number. And then Abby tells us the dance world doesn't have rules, but Jill made a big mistake and you stole our choreography, Kathy. And then Kathy goes, I don't want to steal your choreography. And so- I, I, I love her little dancing. Yeah, she looks like a smurf. 
or uh-huh. like a weird troll like dancing down uh-huh. the and that's it 150 page look at all my notes so did you notes. notice that there wasn't a preview for next week yes. on that yes I did notice I thought that was weird I thought that was weird. I even rewound it and like, cause I thought maybe I missed it somehow. Yeah. I there was no it. preview. So there's only eight. We're only up to eight. How many did we do in season two? Like a hundred and like 26 or something. I think it's in. Oh, I thought we did more than that. I thought we did 32 total. With- I don't remember. I don't know. Anyway, how many um, drinks did you need to get through this one? I didn't really need any. I might have needed one because I was a little bit of a bitch, but I wasn't terrible. I behaved myself as always. Oh, as always. You're such a good girl. You're such a good girl. Uh, Where'd my pen go? What about, I always lose my lines. I'm like looking for my favorite lines. What are your oh, favorite? Oh, I have a couple. I had when Kenzie said, it didn't, it doesn't matter about the dance. It matters about me. I'm emotional. <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. That was and cute. I liked when I said, I know she's completely shaved down there, but she won't tell me she's engaged. Oh my God. That I couldn't was- believe I said that. But we said all kinds of shit like that up there. They just yeah. never showed it. Yeah. I can't believe they showed it. Yeah. You remember, okay, so actually we will tell the story on the Patreon how we used to get them to stop filming us. Okay. Okay. Any other ones? Oh, and what? Any other lines? Well, I, I, you tell one. I always tell mine. You don't have any. Okay. Um, I don't have any underwear on. Welcome to my world. No panties. (laughs) The fact that there was no reason to air that. (laughs) <laughs> other than to humiliate me but I um, I also I also had Kathy when she said she she has no kid but has a dog and a stroller that's a good one I have that one too but um my favorite by far is she's so forthcoming especially about her body nooks crevices desires yeah <laughs> <laughs> That is the funniest fucking thing. I'm sorry. It is. Oh, oh, and I also think you left Freddie to go to Jason was funny. I was like, oh, I forgot I said that. That one's pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay, bottom of the pyramid for outfits. I I would say Jill at Pyramid because did you know she had on? Oh, yes. I wrote it down. She had on a fur purse, yes. a fur- scarf. Yes. Jackets, boots. Like she's like, like I said, every week she has on so many pieces and stuff. Yes. I put, I put that for her. I have never known anyone who wears so many, like so much accessories. Yeah. Remember Coco Chanel said, always take off one piece before you leave the house for Jill. She yeah. Half. yeah. Like take five off. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. She, she has a lot of accoutrements. There's always mm-hmm. a lot. Lot. Yes. Top. Oh, my my squirrel vest was bad, but I mean, yeah. But, Top of the pyramid for outfits. Um, I don't think I liked anybody's outfits this week, honestly. I actually, I had a black and cream dress on that I liked at uh, the competition, but they never even showed me. I don't remember seeing that. They, at all. they never even showed it. I. The only reason I know I had it on is because I'm sitting in the audience with Randy, and I can see the top of it, so I know what the bottom of it's like an isometrical bottom. Yeah. Kind of cute, but they didn't show it. So nobody will know what it looks like. No. Cause I was going to say, I don't remember seeing that. Um, I don't remember seeing anybody's outfit. I honestly, so, 
Okay. I'll give you the dress. Cause I, I have no idea. Cause you didn't say it. No, I mean, no. Oh my God. You don't have to have a number one. I don't have a number one. I'll tell you what I hated was that stupid purple dress I had on at pyramid with that thick black belt. Like, what am I doing? What I did. I did wrote down nice belt. <laughs> nice belt. That's oh, oh, Terrible. Yeah. I'm not like sitting here as a fashionista. I've got on a sweater. Uh, yeah, no, me either. But somebody mm. needed to rein us in. What I needed was yeah. somebody to go to TJ Maxx with me and say, hang that back up. Yeah. <laughs> that in your cart. That's a no. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually was looking for my this to put on. And I found two dresses in there that still have their tags on them from TJ Maxx. And I am like, Oh my God. Thank God. I never wore that because like, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Ugly, ugly. But to be fair, we were probably very on trend back then. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It don't look good now. Going back good. and looking. Oh, all you right. Well, I wanted to ask you though. We talk about it. And we always had on those cold shoulder shirts. Oh yeah. Are they coming back? Oh God, I hope not. I was just looking, I got two clothing magazines in the, in the mail and was looking at them. Almost every other shirt in them are cold shouldered again. Oh my God, if I would have only kept all my ugly shit, I could be fashionable. I, I know, I still have all of mine. So that's what I'm wondering. But <laughs> I like, you know, that catalog, like Venus, yeah, are they gonna... pretty up to date? Because uh, almost every other thing in there has a cold shoulder. Well, like um... I thought those were out of style. It could be. I don't know if we could trust Venus as our source of fashion inspo or our fashion. Well, well, you look into that for me and let me know. I'll let you know. All right. We'll catch you on the after show. Don't forget to go over to patreon.com slash back to the bar. Join us on the after show because we're going to tell you how we got out of filming or recording when we had had enough. Do you remember? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to, okay. you know what I'm talking about. All right. We'll see you on the other side, on the bad okay. side. We'll see you on the bad okay. side. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza hell (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar see you next time see you next time baby i just wanna dance mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.